Hi guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Lena podcast on a mission to change the way the world is. My name is Angela Sharina. I'm a certified nutritionist, health, nutrition, brain performance coach, and just someone with a lot of passion and obsession to help people to learn again. Uh, because I believe we we knew that at some point intuitively, and then we lost this window, wisdom. So I want to help people to learn how to use nutrition as a tool to feel, do, and look our absolute best. Guys, today is going to be one of your favorite, most delicious episodes, because you're going to get another pass from me to eat more chocolate. Of course, not any kind of chocolate, you know, not some candy bar of milk or white chocolate. No, none of that. So, but the kind of chocolate, we're going to talk about it a little bit later. So, white chocolate, where does it all start? It actually starts with this fancy named molecule that our brain produces and not a lot of people talk about it. Like scientists are aware it's there and it's very important, but you don't hear a lot about it in the media. Anandamide. Or neuroscientists nicknamed it bliss molecule. It's a molecule um, well, let me start with the translation. It comes from the root ananda, that in Sanskrit means happiness, pleasure, joy, delight. This molecule is a part of endocannabinoid system, the system in our body um, that produces compounds similar to what we can find in marijuana. That system actually has a lot to do with stress management, with pain relief. Um, that system is designed to keep our body in a state of balance, in a state of homeostasis. When the system goes out of balance, we might have problems with happiness. The levels of it go down on a consistent basis, of course. And then our levels of fear and anxiety, they go up. And then um, it steals, you know, the imbalance of the system, steals our ability to cope with stress. Um, scientists, you know, still doing a lot of research how it all works. Um, but anandamide is a huge part of the system. It plays a role in our memory, in our appetite, in our sleep, in our pain relief. Um, but again, this molecule anandamide it's it's all about this you know happiness and pleasure and joy and bumping that up so we are in a good mental state to live our life to approach challenges to get through those challenges to not being overwhelmed with uh, depression anxiety drama and trauma um with all these things that can really decrease the quality of our life and can make us not want to leave our life. This system, you know, endocannabinoid system and anandamide, they're very important. But again, you don't hear much about anandamide. So anandamide, it is produced in our brain from a precursor or the ingredient under arachidonic fatty acid. It's a kind of fat that is found most abundantly in things like liver, eggs, but also is quite abundant in things like... Um, 
seafood, fish, meat, dairy products. Um, it, it is not present in any plant-based products. There is another and um, a fatty acid or another fat that you can find um, in plants omega-6 fatty acid, uh, but then it has to be converted and conversion rate does not always look good, right? So there is a whole like, chain of chemical reactions. So it's best to eat all these other natural foods with our ketonic acid, the initial ingredient needed to make more anandamide. Um, but then why the heck chocolate? Well, chocolate actually has anandamide occurring in it naturally. So when we eat it, uh, anandamide can cross blood-brain barrier and get into our brain. And what is also fascinating about chocolate, it has more than uh, 1,500 different plant compounds. And some of these compounds make anandamide to stick around longer. So it help our brain to not break down anandamide um, all that fast. And then it seems that it also stimulates the brain to produce more of that anandamide naturally. So when we eat chocolate regularly, what seems to happen is, is that it is easier for us to be more optimistic, to look on the brighter side of things, to feel happier and joyful, um, a little bit better and a little bit easier. Chocolate, the right kind of chocolate, again, helps with all of that. It can also help you to exercise more intensely. You know, um, there is this term, runner's high, that you might have heard in different um, I don't know, magazines or internet articles that helps runners or endurance athletes to do exercise for more, you know, more intensely, feeling actually good. Well, the scientists, neuroscientists, they actually speculate that it's not the endorphins that are produced during exercise, natural painkillers, but anandamide that makes this runner's high happen. Because endorphins are too big of a molecule to cross blood-brain barrier, and they're produced um, everywhere in the body. But anandamide is the right size to cross that blood-brain barrier. And so um, it is speculation, but a scientifically based one, that anandamide might be in charge of you feeling high while exercising. Maybe that's why I love high-intensity exercise, even though uh, by the end of it, I feel like I'm dying. It also in some way feels pleasurable. Maybe all the chocolate I'm eating and I am eating it regularly, uh, at least 30 grams a day of chocolate bar itself. But then I have a whole range of cacao product. I have cacao beans that I snack on from time to time. Uh, that, by the way, also have uh, reducing cravings effect, so you're less hungry for other stuff. Um, I also get cacao powder uh, into my yogurt, um, so a lot of cacao products. So the only thing is I try not to consume them after 3 p.m. because they are stimulative. There is some caffeine in it, right? That might affect your sleep, even though the amount of caffeine and the whole composition of it is much more different from coffee. I still try to stay away from too much chocolatey stuff later at night. 
So why would you want to eat that dark chocolate? Besides helping you feeling better, don't we all need that to get through the day successfully, rocking in, getting after our goals, getting after our challenges, feeling good? Like, don't you need to a little bit more of that? Especially if you are on a more negative thinking side. Maybe the chocolate is in charge of my change of personality of being an optimistic, positive thinker. Who knows, right? But besides that, chocolate increases blood circulation towards our brain with all the oxygen and nutrients. We get all this blood supply, right? So chocolate increases blood circulation. It's been shown uh, in many studies. So um, it's also seemed to be consumed by larger quantities in countries where they have a lot of Nobel laureates or those you know smartest people on the planet, like Switzerland, eat the most chocolate per um, per person. And uh, the last time I checked, if you count the population of Switzerland and then the amount of Nobel laureates they have, it's, yeah, it's either like first or second country uh, with the most Nobel laureates. And, you know, I spent quite quite some time in Switzerland and um, people are smart there <laughs> and they do eat a lot of chocolate. Chocolate is everywhere, especially around holidays. Like you can't um, hide away from it. So increase circulation to your brain. Um, again, chocolate also has a lot of um, antioxidants and it helps the brain to function optimally without um, oxidative damage or, um, or all the damage from free radicals. And then chocolate also is a prebiotic, so it's actually good for gut bacteria, and that also can make can give you a boost of good feelings. Um, what else about chocolate? It reduces cravings, again, the right kind of chocolate, so it actually helps you to stay slimmer. Um, and do you really need another uh, reason to consume more chocolate? So chocolate, again, healthy food, hands down. But now the question is, what kind of chocolate? I'm not talking about any milk chocolate, any sorts of vegan substitution. The other day I read a a title of the article, plant-based chocolate. Now, I don't know, you know, the author of the article, but the last time I checked, cacao products grow on trees. So I'm not, I, I, I couldn't even understand, like, what was the title about? And I didn't want to read this article, like, plant-based chocolate. It is plant-based, unless you add some milk to it, but that's not actually the part of initial chocolate thing. Um, so chocolate is totally vegan, right? Cacao products. Um, the thing is also, if it's milk chocolate, besides the fact that it doesn't contain the uh, needed amount of cacao product, usually high, higher percentage means higher benefits of cacao. You know, I personally go for 100% cacao chocolate bar, meaning there is nothing added. Um, besides, you know, not having richer cacao solids content, milk chocolate, um, there's been a couple of studies, not that many. It seems that milk, milk proteins do not allow the compounds in chocolate and also, by the way, in coffee to act fully. So you don't get that full benefit from chocolate or even coffee um, when you add dairy milk to that. Now, if um, there is 
almond milk or coconut milk might be not that bad. Uh, but just make sure that you go for a high percentage of cacao, no less than 85%. If you really want to maximize all of the benefits, no less than 85% of cacao solids. And that means, um, you know, cacao butter, cacao powder, all of that. But it should say on the bar 85% or 90% or 99%. I personally go for 100%. I want all the benefit. Plus, I actually quite enjoy 100%. Although different bars have completely different taste profiles. So um, I just usually find the one that I love and I stick with it. So the higher, the more the benefits. Um, and it's so nice to just have a piece of chocolate with your morning coffee and just work on the important things, challenging yourself, but at the same time feeling good. So chocolate and endamide. By the way, guys, I almost forgot to mention anandamide, this molecule that is present in chocolate, the only one rich source of it, by the way, in foods is black truffles that are quite difficult to find and quite expensive. So I don't think you're going to be consuming black truffles anytime soon. Although, you know, if they're available, please do eat them for anandamide too. So I almost forgot to mention that anandamide, this molecule, it is, your brain is flooded, like it's flowing in it when you are in the state we call the, the zone, the zone, you know, when you are just in it and you don't even notice the time passing. When you're in your flow state, your brain is making a lot of anandamide and chocolate will help to make more of it and will help with your flow states and getting into this zone. So if you need to get into that flow state, please do consume some chocolate. Um, 20, 30 grams, 100% chocolate, a little bit of coffee, maybe a little bit of protein in you to a little bit of salmon to make that dopamine and L-tyrosine. That, by the way, is also boosted by chocolate and you're good to go, you know, through a couple of hours of low state deep work. Almost forgot to mention that important fact for people who are interested in highly productive uh, time spending and doing some outstanding work. So chocolate, coffee, some protein, yeah. And you're going to be doing amazing. What else, guys? Uh, This Friday, I just wanted to announce it real quick on LinkedIn. I'm going to be doing my first live event dedicated to brain fog troubleshooting. So I'm going to introduce quite a few concepts that I've learned recently um, around brain fog state and how to avoid it uh, through lifestyle habits and through nutrition, of course. It's going to be one hour. It's going to be at 12 p.m. EST or Eastern Standard US time or 5 p.m. British Standard time. So if you are on the other side of the pond, not in Mexico or nowhere near, then for you it's 5 p.m. Um, if it's um, you know New York time for you, and it's 12 p.m., it's one hour, Um, I'm going to give the most effective tools and the most common mistakes. And then also it's going to be, it's all going to be dedicated to Q&A, to comments, answering all of your questions. So the link to this event on LinkedIn is going to be in the show notes. 
please attend. Guys, it's my first event. I would really love to see you there. And it's going to be interesting, fascinating. Get to uh, ask all of the questions. Uh, So get, you know, there, uh, sign up for this event. Let me know that you are attending. And then also share it with as many people as possible. Again, I'm going to deliver and over deliver. You know me, I have a lot of information and a lot of details that you'll never hear anywhere else just because people don't dig deep into this topic yet you know probably at some point it's going to be quite popular once people realize that it's all about the brain you know even when i talk with business owners and entrepreneurs i'm like do you realize that your most valuable asset in your company and if you're a solopreneur you know, your company is you. Do you realize that your most valuable asset is your brain, the brain of your team? And in our environment, most people's brain do not work optimally. Now, if you help them to work optimally, that's going to be your most valuable competitive advantage and results accelerator, right? So do realize that the brain of your team, your own brain is your like most powerful asset and you can really get a lot more things done and better and come up with better ideas when your brain works optimally. So sign up for this event. The link is in the show notes. Let me know if you have any questions, share, um, eat more chocolate. And guys, as usual, till next time, eat better daily.